Boom, buttons hit. We're podcasting. Podcasting. I host this. Is this yeah. the first time we've all. No. 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 God damn it, Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Stand true. Century, We've century. podcasted before. <laughs> yeah. is like number 76. Yeah, sure. I should know this. I feel like I should know this. Yeah, you should. Pokemon 76 is Golem. Uh, oh, how appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I can host if that's what we want to do. I'm ready to go. No, it's fine. Good morning. And good day and good night. <laughs> Welcome to the Bag and Book Club. This is a humble gathering of fellows who will uh, indulge in some tea, maybe have some nice uh, meal together, and will enjoy the stories of J.R.R. Tolkien, collectively referred to sometimes as the Legendarium. What? I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's not, I've never heard that, that before. That is I've a term used... By Tolkien in some of his later letters and writings, and has been adopted as the sort of like fandom name of this collection. Um, that, I, that is not that is not what the fandom was calling it in two thousand four when I was really into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, but Tumblr exists now. Yeah, fair enough. That's the fucking um, Wizarding World brand name, the Legendarium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except that it's That's real. gonna be what the fucking Amazon show is called. <laughs> no, it's not. It'll probably be called Middle Earth, the Shadow of the Second Age. Uh, That's too yes. close to Shadow of Mordor. Anyway, exactly. yeah. it's a podcast. Hi. We're going to read The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and The Silmarillion. Yes, That's and right. The Silmarillion. I am Nora. <laughs> okay, it's going to be hard goings. <laughs> I'm joined by Autumn. Hi, I'm Autumn. I'm joined by Jackson. What's up? And I'm joined by M. So it's really important to me to cover the Silmarillion because the Amazon show is going to be about the Second Age, and that's the only thing that covers it. I, they, I, lesser people would do a Hobbit and Lord of the Rings podcast, not us. Silmarillion had to be on there. So It had to be on what? there, and more importantly, uh, it's like Jeff Bezos held a gun to our head. That's true. <laughs> he did do that. We've been meaning to do this podcast for like a year? Yeah, I was going to say between nine months to a year. We've yeah. been talking about doing this. But like uh, as a we, one day, when we've got time yeah. thing. Exactly. We don't have time, but we're doing it. We made time because we saw a little window and we decided, ah, this hole was meant for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the day they announced the TV show, uh, which is coming in about a year, I drew up a, a list of what we'd have to cover in time, in time to hit everything, assuming we had a reasonably good reading speed, did an episode every two weeks, and that's what we're doing. That's the plan. The plan is also that, like, because, like, all our schedules are constantly changing, or at least mine is, um, that, like, we'll, we're, we'll fucking record every two weeks, and maybe that means that, like, oh, you know, Autumn's not on this one, or, oh, Jackson was busy with something, or whatever, you know, like, sure. we'll fucking record every two weeks. The, the podcast <clears throat> will happen. For real this time, but not, like, newbie? Not like newbie because like because you won't be like no, but I want to be on it though, even though I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is a sort of an episode zero. Uh, we're I don't think we're going to talk about or like plug this podcast until the 
actual first episode is also in this feed. Is that no, right? the whole point was to get the feed going so people could have it and read. Yes. People need to know they need to read the first half of The Hobbit by next week because that's when we're going right. to okay. put out the episode. I misunderstood what you meant by have okay. the feed going. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll post cool. it as soon as it's like the iTunes link and everything is ready, but we, we have a week of slack to like let them process it. Okay. Okay. Sounds well, good. So you sort of introduce our, our sort of perspectives on this material, I've prepared a simple uh, checklist. I'm okay. going to ask you in turn, like, where are you at with this thing? And you'll tell me, oh, I've never read this. I, uh, you know, I've read this a bunch of times, or I know I have done it, but I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And sort of show, tell the audience, like, where we're coming from and what our perspectives are on Tolkien stuff. Okay. So, uh, who wants to go first? I could just pick Autumn because they're right next to me, but if anyone wants to volunteer. I'll go first. Okay, Autumn's go going first. Because <laughs> this will be fucking easy for me. Autumn, have you read The Hobbit? Yes, I read it twice when I was like 12 years old. Uh, <laughs> actually, I do have this all just in a line here. I think it's alphabetical, actually. M, have you read The Hobbit? Yeah, probably like eight times. Okay, Jackson, have you read The Hobbit? Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, I had it read to me by my dad. I don't know if we finished it. I don't remember. Like, my memories are kind of fuzzy, but I remember reading The Hobbit. I remember Bilbo Baggins having a really stupid, brumming accent in my dad's voice. Was really like, <laughs> Although I'm, ba- I'm Bilbo Baggins. I talk like this. I do, have a, I do have a comment here. I did not read The Hobbit until after I had read Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh. see, I the way I remember it, to give my answer, was I wanted to see The Lord of the Rings. And my parents were like, no, 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 no. You can't watch Lord of the Rings until you read The Hobbit. (laughs) And so I had to, I was given The Hobbit and said, this is the first one. So you want to start at the beginning if you want to get into this. And so I did. And I loved The Hobbit. And I loved reading The Lord of the Rings afterward. Uh, And I reread The Lord of the Rings several times as a kid and uh, then stopped and just Mm -hmm. never touched it again. But okay, Autumn. Have you seen The Hobbit, the 1977 animated movie? Possible. Possible. It, it, it ran on Cartoon Network. I remember seeing Lord of the Rings animated films. Could have been The Hobbit. Could have been Return of the King. Couldn't tell you. M. Yeah, I've seen it. I think once. Jackson. Uh, I have seen one of the old animated movies. I couldn't tell you which one. It was either Lord of the Rings Part 1 or The Hobbit, though. Okay, I have seen The Hobbit. Autumn, have you played The Hobbit, the 2003 video game released for consoles and separately as a different video game released on the Game Boy Advance? You're not doing this for literally every version of The Hobbit, are you? Because I'm going to quit. We're not even going to get to episode one, I'm going to quit. Yeah, we weren't. This wasn't a thing that was told to us in advance of recording with episode zero. I I saw the checklist and I was like, this is a little excessive, but all right. I have not played this game. No. Has anyone played this game? No. I once bought it it, with the intention of playing it for the GameCube and then didn't do that. I never played the console version, but I played the Game Boy Advance version and had a great time. Uh... (laughs) You can just put me down for no for the next three. I have not seen any of the Hobbit movies. The Hobbit live action movies? No, I have not seen any of those. The new, the actual, we we all know the real thing now. Journey, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the Desolation of Smog. Yeah. yeah, I've seen all of those. Not only have I seen all three, I saw them in high frame rate, and I am Ooh. still on Earth one of ten people who's like high frame rate's got a lot of potential. They just need to find the right movies for it. So there we go. I have not seen the latter two. You're not missing anything. No, uh, all the we'll, things we'll I enjoy are in the someday. first movie. 
Yeah, the other two movies are fucking terrible. <laughs> he hits he hits the ring wraith with a stick. And then he picks up a sword. Uh, Lord of the Rings 1973. So why do you have the adaptations of Lord of the Rings on here before you have... Oh, okay. I see what you did. I, I, this, is, this is a very goofy order you've come up with. It's a weird with. order, but I think it works. It, it's possible I've seen this. Same, it's possible that I've seen Return of the King 1980. We, uh, I don't know. I feel that like we already covered the animated movies. That one's done. Yeah. Take those well, off. no, 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 because I have different... I've not only oh. seen Lord of the Rings three times, I saw once in a theater. It was fucking cool. I love that movie. It's weird. Ooh. It's cool. You got to see it in the theater? Like, like as a... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you weren't alive in 1973, so... No, I was not. <laughs> I have not seen this one. It's the only one I haven't seen. I didn't realize... You know what? I remember seeing... Spiders on Cartoon Network, so it was probably The Hobbit that I saw. I don't know that I've seen probably. This. So I think Aragorn has a hat in this one. I did not. Yeah, realize it's, it's that heavily rotoscoped. Out. It's really cool. Oh, I did not realize that this came out before the Hobbit movie. Yep. Huh. Uh, Return of the King, nineteen eighty. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I think Jackson. No, no, I think I'm fair sure I haven't seen this one. These don't these don't go to the end of the books, right? They're, they so so Bakshi made that first movie and it was not very popular. And then Rankin Bass made a sequel, but in the style of the Hobbit movie, which was very popular. So it that the first Lord of the Rings animated film is like really dark and weird, and that second one is just like fucking songs and yeah. you know storybook shit. Uh, yeah, really? it's just it's very uh, weird that whole thing. The That's orcs really get strange. a musical number as they're marching through Mordor. That is the opposite way that, like, tonally, Lord of the Rings go. I will have to watch that as, I guess, part of this when we, you know, when we're done. We are um, not covering. This is a book club. We're not covering movies yeah. here. Well, no, I mean that, like, for my own edifice, as we read but these, I'll watch the adaptations. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> patrons of the Export Audio Patreon Network, Patron- Patreon Network, Podcast Network. All right, Cameron Kunzelman. <laughs> <laughs> Patrons who are patrons of the Export Audio Podcast Network might receive bonus episodes if we can, you know, that won't be the full group necessarily, like as a rule, but I'm probably going to say who wants to watch The Hobbit 1977 with me or and do a podcast, and whoever is up for it will show up when they can, Yeah, and we'll just have some fun with the movies probably along the way. Yeah. Uh, I want like to do plan. that, at least. Fellowship of the Ring. Has anyone not read Fellowship of the Ring? I read it once when I was 12. I don't remember it, mm-hmm. except that I remember being like, I don't understand what's happening in this book because I was 12 and dumb. <laughs> uh, I just remember reading The Hobbit and then picking up Fellowship and being like, this book is uh, a lot more like complicated. That's true. So I, I read I, uh, Fellowship in 2018. Um, for the first time, I, did, I didn't. I haven't read the rest. Uh, I got like a little into two towers and then stopped because uh, of stuff in my own life. Just put it down. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I fucking loved it. It was so good. I'm very excited for this. I read Fellowship in the lead up to the film because I was in high school and I was the person who'd read the book before I watched the movies. Um, and uh, I. I've done, I did like a dramatic interpretation of the Moria scene for a class in school. I've read that book like probably 10 times. Uh, was big on a bunch of forums for Tolkien stuff. So I've read parts of it hundreds of times, but not mm. the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, I specifically remember reading it on a Boy Scout campout. Just huh. having my, my big omnibus edition with the movie stills on the front. You still have that. Mm-hmm. It's in the other room. I still have it. It's what I'll be reading uh, unless I decide to buy some fancier versions. I oh, might buy some I fancy bought, versions. I bought some fancy versions. <laughs> I bought some they fancy look very nice. Also. I might I might get to it. I was like, um, I could read I could just read the Kindle version, but I think I want I want to think on some maps. Lord of the Rings. I wanted I wanted the books that I never was able to afford when I was sixteen. This is a great chance to repurchase my childhood as other, a fucking boomer. The other version of this is of course the audiobook. Yes. Which you're listening to. I I uh, don't read books like on paper or on Kindle. I do everything in audio. I'm very excited because um, I'm a huge fan of the Earthsea books, and Lord of the Rings uh, has the same narrator as um, the Earthsea books. Uh, his name is Robert Inglis. Thank you. I was vamping while I could remember it. Uh, yeah, Robert Inglis, fucking incredible audiobook narrator, did... The Hobbit did the Lord of the Rings, did the first three Earthsea books, and has not done anything, like, of public note since then, and, like, good for him. Will you be switching to the Andy Serkis audiobook for the Silmarillion, then? I am intending to at least, like, listen to a couple chapters of the Andy Serkis Hobbit, um, mm-hmm. just to, like, see how it is. Um, I, I'll be curious to see what that is, but I'm not gonna make any sort of you know, I'll cross that Silmarillion bridge when I get there. Uh, Rob English I, is absolutely audiobook. Like people recommend, it's, it's really fantastic. It's one of the best audiobooks. Uh, yeah, I, there are like fan-made audiobooks of Lord of the Rings where they put in like movie scores and sound effects, like those Star Wars books. Though, oh, <laughs> if you want to, oh, if you want to no. suffer, if you want to go, uh, go take a look at that graphic audio. <laughs> yeah. I'm already annoyed because I have I have The Hobbit on. Um, on Audible, and Audible does that really fucking annoying shit where, because you own a digital copy, you know, ten years ago or whatever, I bought the Hobbit audiobook, and it had a nice cover on it, uh, and then at some point that got replaced with the poster for An Unexpected Journey, and oh. fucking Martin Freeman's stupid fucking faces on there. <laughs> I hate that Kindle books and audiobooks just replace the covers. I've already yeah. bought it! Let me keep my JPEG! Fuck off! Or at least it's my it JPEG! T- put a toggle on it. Yeah. Let you pick from any edition of the book. Yeah. If uh, I bought the Andy Circus one, I could have a nice JPEG that looks nice. Hmm. That's fucked up. Um, I think we've all seen Fellowship of the Ring, the movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. We've all yes. seen all the movies. That's no. not true. This Autumn? is the only of the movies I've seen. Autumn oh, doesn't damn. know the plot of Two Towers and Return of the King. Oh, damn. Okay, this is going to be Ex- great then. Except, uh, <laughs> except <laughs> for the... Ending, ending of Return of the King. Fellowship is still the movie I've seen in a movie theater the most times at eight. So. Oh. I thought for a second you meant at eight years old, and I was like, how's that math work out? No, it does not. Uh, Has anyone but me played Fellowship of the Ring, the video game? No. No. Okay. (laughs) I played the Game Boy Advance version, just like The Hobbit. This is a turn-based RPG. So yeah, I have not seen The Two Towers, I have not um, seen Return of the King, I have not read either of those books, so, like, I don't fucking know. Like, that'll be new to- all of that will be new to me. Uh, The Two Towers. We've all read it except Autumn. And Jackson has not read it. I I said, I I, I got up to, like, you know, about four or five chapters into the first book. 
Uh, I guess it's the third book because you know Lord of the Rings is mm. six books, real ones no. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I had I had to put it down for uh, life reasons. Just didn't get back to it, and I'm very excited to get back to it by doing this. Yeah. Two Towers, the video game. Anyone? I have no. played Two Towers, the EA video game. Because it was the yes. first one that came out of the movie stuff, and I was really into the movies, and it was on the GameCube, and I had a GameCube, and uh, that game's that all right. The, that's the that's one people a, like. It's got like all the movie yeah. clips and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Two Towers and Return of the King are basically the same video game, just with different levels of characters. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't buy Return of the King. By then, I was in college, and money was way weirder, and <laughs> life was harder. So Return of the King let you. Like basically did a Lego Star Wars situation where you would unlock characters to play through other characters like levels. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So I would I would have fun like dueling the mouth of Sauron with Sam. Uh <laughs> the Two Towers video game is maybe the last time in my life I remember thinking a video game was too short. Hmm. Where I was like, I could you know, like it was fun. I played through all the moments of the movie, but like I wish there was more game here. Never happened again. <laughs> Feelings only exist when you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Those are good video games. The The Game Boy Advance version is like Diablo. Oh, so it's bad. Well, it's fun. Um, Return of the King. We I think just we have the same that. answers. <laughs> okay. um, um, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> I have not played this. I hope to go through my entire life never playing it. Sounds like a good deal to me. I started it because I really like the uh, Batman Arkham games, and people told me, oh, it's kind of like those. Yeah. And it's not as good, which is saying something, because I don't even like uh, two of the three Arkham games that I've played with. <laughs> um, and I certainly didn't play Shadow of, Shadow of War, the follow-up. Um. I dipped my toe into Shadow of Mordor. I played Shadow of Mordor for like uh, six hours or so. Um, but it's not that good. I th- felt like the combat was more fun than the Batman version of that combat. That's fair. But I also like when the sword glows. Uh, the Silmarillion. Autumn, have you read The Silmarillion? <laughs> I'm going to really shock you and say, no, I have not read The Silmarillion. Em, have you ever heard of The Silmarillion? Not only have I read The Silmarillion, probably as many times as I've read Lord of the Rings, it's my favorite part of all of this mess. So, yes. (laughs) Yes. Jackson. I have not read The Silmarillion. I've had Em describe to me a lot of events from The Silmarillion uh, in the past, uh, but I've only retained some of that knowledge. I'm excited to actually read it all. I... Definitely tried at some point and decided that I didn't like it, but I was also a child, and I don't know how hard I tried. <laughs> I, I feel, feel like, like everyone here is going to dig the Silmarillion. Especially Nora. I feel like the yes. yes. Silmarillion yes. is fucking Noracore. Uh <laughs> I hope so, because every RPG I've played from like the old RPGs that I've played are so inspired by Lord of the Rings that they are like violating copyright law. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Silmarillion is the most, like, if I was going to make up a fake book to appeal to Nora, it would be, oh yeah, somebody's, like, tome of lore about the series you like. I don't feel like <laughs> I like lore in that, don't necessarily that sense, that everyone always says. Anyway. I'm excited to, uh, get to the Silmarillion eventually. 
So I say eventually because my other book podcast is like a six-year project. Yeah. This is a one-year project. Yes. And we're reading good books. Yes. Yes, we will uh, be done before true. the show. So do you, do we want to lay out the... Wait, like wait, wait. We, you didn't ask about the letters. You didn't ask about the history of Middle-earth. You didn't ask <laughs> Listen, about unfinished tales. I know. I know. But I figured, oh, this list is already going to be insufferable for J- Jackson and M. I might as well just axe all of the other posthumous content. The, asking the, about the letters and the other stuff is more interesting than the Sierra the Hobbit video game. <laughs> I don't think so. How <laughs> <laughs> many of you even late. remembered that there was a Hobbit video game in 2003? Me, we've all seen the cover. Because... What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a really good cover. No one cares about it. It's like famous because they didn't have any of the movie rights. They, like this, we were we were yeah. all around. I mean, I guess maybe Autumn was a baby. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was seven, six. I can add seven, seven. <laughs> Got it right the first time. <laughs> anyway, I owned several, but not all of. I remember un- unfinished tales was one of them. Like yes. part one. And there might have been one other one, but I I know there's like a dozen of these books, and I did not pick any of them up. And I I I had a couple of them and tried to read them and just it kind of bounced off. Um, I mean, this Middle Earth stuff is not what I would suggest for anyone really, because it's mm-hmm. mostly like draft versions and snippets of poetry that been be folded into Lord of the Rings and like different tellings throughout Tolkien's life that he attempted. Because the man had a terrible way of writing books, and we'll get into this when we talk about Lord of the Rings, where he just writes something and then like put it away for ten years, and then come back to it and be like, oh, I have to rewrite all of this, and then do that, but make enough changes that he kept the old ones around and they they were referenced as like back material a lot. Of the poetry in lord of the rings is like new versions of poems he wrote decades before he wrote lord of the rings just a mess this is what happens when you get a language professor writing fiction it's a disaster (laughs) yeah um i'm really excited i'm gonna start reading the hobbit uh probably in the next day or two we should lay out for the listeners the just a we don't have to go like point by point, but let's just give the listeners a rough idea of the schedule here. I can do that. I can do that. Okay. So the first episode, first real episode, we're going to hit the ground running. It's going to be in one week. These are going up on Sundays, right? We decided on Sunday. Yes. Sundays. Okay. Um, that will be about the Hobbit, uh, chapters one through nine, which is about half the Hobbit. Uh, two weeks after that, we'll be doing the Hobbit second half, which is 10 through 19. Um, and then we'll be moving on to fellowship book one. That'll be split into three episodes because it's 12 chapters long. Each one's going to be four. Or, uh, chapters and episode. Um, that's kind of like a good, like, where we're going to be for the next two months, uh, working on this. And, uh, I don't know how long episodes will be. We'll have to find out, but we'll mostly be watching, or, you know, we're not watching the movies. We're just reading the books and going through it, and it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. The movies may as well not exist. I'm excited because, like, those books, I was, or I was five when Fellowship of the Ring came out. Mm. And, um, like, Fellowship, or, like, Lord of the Rings, to me, has always had, like, this is what that series looks like, uh, and it is exciting to me to kind of, like, focus on the books and be like, you know, for decades, these kind of all existed in our imagination, and you could imagine, you know, the fucking Minds of Moria looking however you wanted them to look, um, and, like... It, it's fun for me to just, like, focus on the books, because I think that is more interesting to me. Black-haired Legolas. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's <laughs> weird because like Lord of the Rings is a massively influential text as a book, uh, mm-hmm. and not just as uh, a literature <clears throat> book. Like it is also aesthetically influenced an entire generation of fantasy stuff uh, before the movies come again, and then like shift all of that in a different direction. Um, yes, yes. So there's just lots of lots of uh, different like influences and uh, ripples. Massively, massively influential books, massively influential movies, but in very different ways. I have yeah. specifically when I've been trying to like look into fantasy stuff to read of late, it has been like pre Lord of the Rings movies, fantasy novels. Is mm-hmm. has been like what I've been trying to look into because there's such a big. It's such big ripples from that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you should read Earthsea. <laughs> uh, the other like big thing for me was I owned an art book of the Hildebrandt Lord of the Rings calendar art. And those paintings are just really cool and I like them a lot. And I'm going to use them for episode art on this podcast. They're fucking yeah. sick. It's interesting because there's like... I think of Hildenbrandt and uh, Alan Lee and John Howe as like the big three and Tolkien artists, but Howe and Lee worked on the movies, at, like got hired because they did a bunch of art at to do set design and character design. So they ended up informing a lot of the movie looks. So Hildenbrandt just feels like it comes out of an entirely different perspective on what Lord of the Rings looks like compared to those two. Yeah, like the Balrog is a guy. Yeah. What? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. That's how it is in the... I think that's how it is in the Bakshi Lord of the Rings animated film also, so... The Balrog's guy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, we'll get to it, but in the book it's mostly just described as a big shape. Like, there's no, like... The part where it's a big fire, like, minotaur is, is an entirely an invention of the movies. I don't remember that stuff because, like, when I think about... Um, the writing style of uh, Fellowship and like what what it spent time on. It was mostly from walking and singing songs and talking about Hell, history. Oh yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna post in the uh, in the Bag End Book Club channel this image of the Hildebrandt. Uh, oh, the files are too powerful. Hold on, Damn. copy image link instead. Uh, so all of you can see the Balrog as portrayed by the Hildebrandt. Oh, that's sick. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. It makes Gandalf's staff almost look more like a rifle than he's shooting at the, <laughs> at the bridge. He should, he should probably shoot at the Balrog. I feel like he should shoot at the Balrog. No, it, it's fine. It's good this way. Um, also, they drew Shelob more like an ant than a spider. Hmm. Which is actually on my screen right now, so Autumn, look away. No, I can see it. That's fine. Uh, I'm sending over the uh, Bakshi one, which is also pretty cool. Oh, right. I feel I, like I've seen God, this somewhere. God, 70s animation. <laughs> I defeated this guy in Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy. <laughs> Did you have to jump and hit him in the face? I totally jumped and hit him in that little red bit. That's where I whipped. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a weak spot. Uh, just the Castlevania one sprite. Uh, Gandalf got nothing on Simon Belmont. <laughs> Absolutely not. If Simon Belmont was in the Fellowship, things would have gone a little bit different. <laughs> um, anyway. Simon Belmont would absolutely get corrupted by the ring. He absolutely would just be like, oh, this ring is sick. No. <laughs> the thing There's a the Belmont, Belmont for that. <laughs> That's the thing- Richter's thing. Yeah, because, but more generally speaking, the thing with the Belmont... We are not doing like, this. I refuse. <laughs> they're not, like, so pure. They don't get corrupted by the, like... This isn't export. This isn't VoIP life. This is Bag and Book Club. Listen, 
it's okay. It's episode zero. It's not canon. <laughs> Just convincing everyone to not play the real podcast. Uh, goodbye. I guess. No, 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 no. We we should plug because uh, look, we're we're doing a we already did. You and me, Jackson, did a version of this where we read through Ruins of the Three Kingdoms at Scanline Media, which we, we teamed up with them to do that. And that like people who didn't listen to us or like either network found that podcast inexplicably uh, even though it's like a like it happened by accident that it became that way um so we should introduce ourselves like what we do individually yes, if yes. people were not listened to us before yeah uh i'll go first okay uh yeah i'm autumn uh you can find me on twitter at autumnal underscore coffee find all the podcasts that i do at exportodd.io, which is a podcast network um where we do just too fucking much shit. Um, we're doing this. Em and I do Gotham City Limits, a podcast about Batman, mostly the animated series, but also mostly about errata and ephemera. Um, I do Hot Singles, which is a podcast where we review albums. I do uh, Ornate Stairwells, a podcast about like film and film aesthetics. And I do um, Ars Arcanum, a- another podcast about fantasy novels. Um... Uh, the Brandon Sanderson Cosmere series. Yeah, which is uh, sort of the overarching setting that contains all of a lot of Sanderson's like most popular uh, fantasy. Yes. So if you if you like Bag End Book Club, Nora (laughs) and I are both on. Or Nora and I are both on Ars Arcanum, uh, along with our friend Mark, um, and we are just finishing up the um, first first book. book. Which is Elantris, which is fucking terrible. But next we get to cover Mistborn, which is one of my favorite books ever. So yes. <laughs> we didn't know going into it how bad Elantris would end up being. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes you approach something with an open heart and get stabbed in it. Many times. <laughs> 63 chapters. <laughs> That's I'm too Nora. many chapters. Um, I'm on. Did you do Twitter plug also? I did Twitter. Okay, I'm on Twitter at neither Nora. I do other podcasts like Ars Arcanum, as mentioned, as well as Rush Jet Radio, a Mega Man re- full franchise retrospective podcast. Attention Duelists, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Right now, we're watching uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> <laughs> the 1998 original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, sometimes called Season Zero. Um, I'm on Journal Updated, which is a podcast on the Abnormal Mapping uh, Network. Po- network. <laughs> at abnormalmapping.com, where Molly and I play video games about choices, or featuring choices, rather. Yeah. They're not always about choices. What's Abnormal Mapping? It's a website. I was about, asking perhaps the other two people on the about podcast. About <laughs> um, The other thing oh. I do on this podcast network, uh, if you are a patron, right? I have two patron exclusive podcasts at uh, patreon.com slash export audio or exportaud.io, which are Back to the Ark, a Marble Hornets podcast that updates every Tuesday and Thursday, and Godzilla's Not Dead. Which is the one where Autumn and I watch Godzilla movies. Yeah. I got roped into seeing Rodan for the next episode, so... That movie fucking rules. You're gonna thank me. We'll see. (laughs) He's just a pterodactyl. Yeah. With a beam attack. Uh, You can't say that about Kaiju. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, he's just yeah, a big animal Godzilla, with a special attack. Just... <laughs> Jackson, where can people find you and what do you do on the internet? Yeah, if you don't know me, I am at HeadfulsOff on Twitter. I do podcasts with M, Abnormal Mapping, uh, AbnormalMapping.com. That's where all of our podcasts are. Uh, uh, we do Abnormal Mapping. It's a game club. Uh, video game every month. We talk, we play it, we talk about it. It's good. Uh, we also do uh, other shows. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I do the Amory Skull of Molly occasionally. Hopefully that'll get done this year. Let's see who wins, whether we read all of Lord of the Rings or if I finish here <laughs> in the Black Rainbow. <laughs> Vote now on your phones. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Ripped uh, Molly and Jackson, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I feel. Um, but we, me and Em also do the Great Gunner Project of the Patreon. Uh, for one dollar a month, patreon.com slash abnormal mapping. Uh, it's very good. I, it's a very popular podcast. That's one of our most popular podcasts. It's it's not our most popular podcast because it's, you have to pay for it, but it is uh, successful for one of those because it's only one dollar. So maybe you might enjoy and uh, check it out. It's good. Uh, and what about you? You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. Jackson already plugged the Patreon. I want to plug some other shows. Me and Autumn did a whole run through of the films of Studio Ghibli. You can find that. It's called And Then an Airplane at uh, abnormalmapping.com. Uh, like I said, me and Jackson did a whole read through of Romance of the Three Kingdoms on Scanline Media. If you just want to search for Romance of the Two Networks, I don't think they have a nice tidy URL, but if you search for Romance of the Two Networks, you'll get that. We read three chapters a week for seemingly ever to get through that. And that's a good time. Um, replicating that here in this experience. Uh, um, you did the Patreon, you did all that. Wow, you're you're on the ball. If you'd like to join the Discord, you can find a link to that at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, you know, export chat is there too. So if you need to talk to any f- of the four of us, that's where we hang out. Uh, this podcast will be out on Sundays, like I said, but if you want to get it a week early, that is on the Patreon for export audio, exportaud.io. Uh, for what is it, $1, right? Gets you the uh, episodes yep. a Sunday, and then the Sunday after, it'll become free for everyone else. So Yeah, uh, so podcasts will go out every Sunday. It's just that going to different feeds, like yeah. yes. Okay. Yep. Um, let me. So, like for example, this podcast is. Uh, I got to nail it down, but this podcast will be either going up on the twenty. We'll say this podcast is going up on Sunday the twenty second. Yeah. Um, and then it will hit the public feed. Well, the this 29th. episode zero will probably hit it at the same time. To be honest, yeah, but yeah. then episode one it'll be like a staggered thing. So. Yep. Not that complicated. I don't know why I needed to go what? in depth on it. Now you're though, confusing me. <laughs> though the fun, the fun little bit about that is that while we will be done in time for the Netflix show, and I think the Patreon feed will be done, maybe like exactly with the Netflix show, uh, free people will be a week late. We will not be finished the Silver Alien by then. That's how and tight then, we are in, are, are in under the door on this. I think. Yeah, we are really sliding under the door, reaching back, getting a hat. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we were like, like, maybe what if the show bombs? Then we all look stupid. Uh, but in, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the world where this actually becomes the next Game of Thrones, I cannot imagine anything worse than trying to do the Lord of the Rings podcast, where like the Lord of the Rings Amazon show is media news every fucking week. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we had to do I it think, now. Like the distance between like being right before this show drops and being this far removed from the Hobbit movies is like this kind of a sweet spot where we can just ignore the movies and read the book and like yeah actually digest the text itself yes in a way that won't necessarily be colored by uh you know it being a recent thing right so yeah uh the, man those hobbit movies uh you showed me once radagast getting uh chased around by a dark souls monster yeah he hits a ghost with a stick yeah <laughs> 
and wins. You called me into the other room. You were like, you gotta see this. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's it. I don't know that episode I have zero. much else to say. This has been episode zero. What's um, our sign off? Well, I'm working on it. I was I was I'm, teeing you up. I was going to sort of like write out an intro and outro and I had like uh, some, some ideas was, and then I decided to just go with it. I was giving you like 75 miles an hour right over the plate. Like, you could fucking knock that out of the park. I was going to naturally (laughs) bring it in and say, um. (laughs) No, I had it. That should be the end. That should be the end. (laughs) No. Audio file over. (laughs)